You're listening to the Garden City Church Podcast. We just want to say thanks so much for tuning in. And if you enjoy what you hear today, please subscribe, share, and review the podcast. If you want to support what Garden City is doing, you can go to GardenCityNW.com slash give or click on give in the show notes. Let's dive into this week's message together. Hi, everybody. My name is Tanika. I'm joining you guys today to continue the word in Colossians that we've been looking at. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Let's hop into the word. While preparing to give this word, God has impressed on me that this is a time to be watchful. Um, Even this morning, He was sharing with me and speaking to me that I'm going to be speaking to rebuilders and restorers. Let that sink in. You, my friend, are a rebuilder and restorer. Today, we will continue in the book of Colossians with chapter 4, verse 2 through 18, where Paul is giving instruction to the Colossian church while he's in prison for preaching the gospel. Could you imagine writing a letter, giving encouragement to others while you're in chains? Um, That would not be me, but God bless Paul that he gave us this word. Let's start by reading um, chapter 4, verse 2 through 6. So Colossians 4, 2 through 6 says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too, that God may open a door for the message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way that you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. There is so much to ponder in these verses, so much practicality, and so much richness. Let's break it down and just look at verse 2, which says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. I looked up the definition of devote, and it says to give all or a large part of one's time or resources. Um, The idea of devoting yourselves to prayer can possibly seem daunting, especially if you have a specific idea in your mind about what prayer looks like or should look like. Um, Right now, I'm just going to challenge you to start seeking God and ask for revelation about what devotion to prayer looks like for you. I've been speaking to quite a few friends and they've shared how they like to pray. Some of them just sit quietly and they just close their eyes and imagine that Jesus is sitting right next to them and they listen for the voice of the Lord. Others pray continuously throughout the day. Um, One of my favorites and often most consistent prayers is, God, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) So a lot of times I'll be driving somewhere and I'll have something going on and I'll just say, God, help me. I don't know what I'm doing, but you do. And that's my prayer for the day. And I just kind of keep on moving. And he's always been so faithful in that. I don't know about you, but at times I tend to be a worrier. And so sometimes I have to stop myself and in the midst of my negative thoughts and remind myself to pray. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. 
when I recognize that I'm drowning, like literally sinking in my worry and feeling overwhelmed by something, I often imagine myself almost like a cartoon (laughs) carrying this huge pile stacked up to the sky and then handing it over to God. And then it just becomes a speck in his hands. And then oftentimes I have to give it back to him because I try to take it back. (laughs) I start to worry. And then I have to remind myself like, no, I already prayed about that. Let me give it back and so that I can live and walk in the peace of God. Um, Side note, be mindful to also pray for others. Verse 3 says, And pray for us, too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Now, let's take a look back at verse 2, which says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. As I was reading this, God showed me three different areas in my personal life and perhaps yours in which to be watchful. Um, Let's break these down. So one, being watchful over what God is doing personally in your life, which goes hand in hand with prayer. Uh, Seek God. What is He doing in you and your life during the season and time? Two, being watchful over habits, relationships, and thoughts that may threaten to steal or delay what God has for you during the season and time. This will require some self-reflection, some time alone with God. I think that I should probably say that again. So being watchful over habits, thoughts, and relationships, they may be standing in the way of what God has for you during this time. Um, And there's no condemnation in that. I'm preaching to myself right now. (laughs) Number three, being watchful over the opportunities God has placed in front of you, particularly the people he has placed in your sphere, whether that be family members, friends, co-workers, or a stranger at the grocery store. That might change from season to season. Me, personally, being a mom of a young girl, um, that has shifted for me. I've been feeling like lately that this is a season that I'm really supposed to be paying attention to what's going on with her, to what's going on in her life. And it has not always been that way that I've had to be super watchful about her heart and her spirit in this moment. And so I've been really thankful to have this time to really set time aside to check in with her, to talk with her, to pray with her. And I know that that's God working in her life and mine as well right now. Let's go ahead and go back to verse um, 4, 5, and 6. It says, be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. I had read this before, and then I went back to read it again, and then the always jumped out at me, and I thought, God, always? Mm. (laughs) I'm not always there. (laughs) So that's something that I'm going to be working on, too, being always full of grace. It says, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Um, How many of us know what a big difference salt makes when it comes to food? Self-proclaimed salt addict right now. I'm like mm, kind of recovering. I'm working on it. But how much more significant words issued in grace? Are your words palatable? 
that's something that I'm working on as well, especially with those that are close to me. Sometimes it's easier to show more grace towards outsiders than it is to show grace towards people that are closest to us. I know that I can recall times that I have had um, encounters with other Christians before I was even walking fully in Christianity, and it did more harm than good. As a teenager, I remember going to a church for the first time with my family and attending there and leaving thinking, if that's what Christianity is, I don't want anything to do with it. And it completely turned me off to um, Christianity as a whole. I remember falling in love with Christ, but being off-put by the church members, the gossiping, the negativity, the condemning attitudes, the rudeness, the crudeness. Um, my young, inexperienced mind couldn't quite separate the two. Um, it wasn't until attending another church a decade later that I re-encountered Christ and discovered what I believed to be Christianity truly humble, transparent, and full of grace. Paul closes us out in verse 17 and 18 saying this, See to it that you complete the ministry you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Um, just to go back over everything and closing, Remember to devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Being thankful is not just a positive mindset or a flowery kind of word or statement that we use. It really, for me in this past season, has been a lifeline. And I have um, really found myself drowning in all the things that were going wrong in my life. And in, Understandably, there were some things going wrong that people would look at and say, yeah, I could see why that would be hard. But I had to really take a moment to stop and think and say, oh my goodness, there are things that I could be thankful for. There's so many things that are going right. And the only things that I'm focused on are the things that are going wrong, all the attacks against me, all the things that were going wrong. And it took my mom saying, wow, Tanika, you had this going on in your life. I'm proud of you that you accomplished this. I'm proud of you that this is your next step. I'm proud of you that this is happening now. And I had a friend that also did the same thing that encouraged me and that said, wow, Tanika, you have this going on for you. You have that going on for you. She's not even a Christian, but she recognized positive things in my life and she pointed them out and I hadn't even thought about them. I hadn't even taken the time to sit and be quiet and realize that I had all these amazing, wonderful things going on. And yes, it was hand in hand with all the dirt and crud and everything else, but it was there and it wasn't really until that moment that I was able to pull myself up out of the quicksand and really hold on to God's hand. I encourage you to really take some time to be thankful for the things that are blessings in your life. Again, I encourage you to devote yourselves to prayer, whatever that looks like for you. Seek God in that. Be thankful for God's blessings, seek those things out, look for those things, and be watchful. Be watchful for what God is doing in your life. Be watchful for the habits, relationships, and thoughts that threaten to steal what God is doing in your life. And 
Be watchful of the people that God has brought in your life. I don't really think it's a coincidence sometimes that your neighbors are your neighbors or your schoolmates are your schoolmates or your coworkers are your coworkers. I don't think that there's any mistake in that or any coincidence in that. I think God places these people in our lives. So be watchful over the people that God has placed in your life, both on the outside and in the inside. You are a rebuilder and a restorer. Remember that you are a rebuilder and a restorer. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments about today's message or would like to contact Garden City Church, reach out at info at gardencitynw.com or click contact in our show notes. Garden City services are made possible by your generosity. Your generosity is love in action. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.